0: I'm so excited for this. uh, A little bit of a creative open to the podcast today. Caleb has ventured out to yet another truck stop, and I'm happy to say this time he's left all of his clothes on. He's not showered, um, but he has picked up a Thanksgiving meal from a truck stop. Is this true, Caleb? Well, wait, how do you know I
1: left all my clothes on? Um, I don't know about that one. No, I, I left all my clothes on, and I ventured to the Flying J in Gretna, Nebraska, to try their new Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Which is offered all month long uh, for for drivers right now, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
1: That is true, at least through Thanksgiving. Um, But looking at it so far, I'm not sure if this is a meal we're going to want to try drivers, but we're here to taste test for you today.
0: Let's start out by you just describing the whole thing as as it sits mm. in front of you. Um, start with the container it's in and then kind of move through <laughs> what you have.
2: I need a lot of adjectives.
1: So I was walking in from my apartment and I actually thought about how flimsy this container is. Um, <laughs> like it, it kept like collapsing while I was holding it with one hand. So I had to hold it with two because I thought it was just gonna fall through. Thank you for asking about that, Marcus. The container not ideal, <laughs> but as I look as I look at the meal, and I'll I'll describe this as best as I can. So, uh, most of them offer sweet potatoes, but they were out of sweet potatoes, and the guy was really nice at the Flying J about it. Um, so he gave me some just regular mashed potatoes. I asked if I wanted some gravy, brown gravy um, in the mix. Uh, so I asked for some brown gravy because I can't just have dry-ass mashed potatoes, in my opinion. We have cornbread stuffing that kind of looks like a dried-up rat's carcass. But um, Oh,
2: that's a visual.
1: Yeah, it's probably the least appetizing thing in this meal. Um, The potatoes look fine, though. Uh, (laughs) And uh, on the other side of the potato or the other side of the box is we got some. I think it's brown sugar glazed ham, and they give you four slices of it. So not a shabby portion size, really.
0: So that was glazed because to me it looked like it was peeled off of a bathroom wall. So I was just yes, making sure that's, that that yeah. is glazed.
1: Yes, I, I know the picture that I uh, that I sent you guys before we started recording looks a little misleading, but it is glazed. <laughs> okay. Yes.
0: And I'm no, it's not, nothing to say. Look, I'm very picky about eating out, okay? So I, I would be like, if, if this came from a really nice restaurant, I might pick it apart. So I should go on the record saying that first. Oh, yeah. But it kind of looked like you found an owl pellet and like some dirty snow, and then you stuck it next to that shower meat uh, when you sent the picture. I thought maybe that was your camera. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, <man>. but... <laughs> it's okay. Uh, my hopes aren't that high, but... I don't know. The potatoes look good. What are we
2: going to start with, Caleb?
1: We're going to work our way up. So we're going to try the potatoes first because I really am afraid to try the cornbread stuffing first. We're going to try the potatoes first. Potatoes feel safe. Uh we got some yeah. You can't mess up mashed potatoes that much, right? Well, so, there was that whole um,
0: potato famine thing. It messed up quite a bit. If
1: you know, Okay, for sure. Yes. But if you hear um some noises of me eating, just think of it as ASMR. Um, that can uh, really please your senses so here's the potatoes first folks
0: big bite I like it mm. it's, a, it's a little hesitant
1: okay um honestly the potatoes taste like my grandma buys. Um and uh, they're actually really creamy oh creamy. there is a surprise there is a surprise green bean in the gravy <laughs> oh nice. Um, which- was not expecting that. That's like a decoder there.
0: ring in a Cracker Jack box.
1: Mm. The potatoes are actually really darn good. Creamy. Gravy is tasty. Uh, I like brown gravy. Some people like white gravy. Um, but brown is the way to go, in my opinion, for Thanksgiving. Agreed. Yeah. Um,
2: I've never had white gravy at Thanksgiving. Uh,
0: this is a really wow. good sign. I, I see you You take a second and third bite of the mashed potatoes yes. already. So, I mean, okay, so we started off good. Are you, are you mentally prepared for the stuffing at this point? No. Okay, so I, we, we move on to ham?
1: I'm going to try to, no, we're going to the stuffing first because the <laughs> ham's got to be the grand finale. Um, so this is this is the stuffing.
2: There's a slight frown. Okay,
0: so looks like somebody just choked him for a minute. Okay. um I gotta,
1: you, wh- I gotta try i gotta try it one more bite because maybe i just got a really dry bite but oh um, caleb
2: you're so hopeful look at you
1: i can't even pick it up with the fork it's just like crumbling everywhere oh Uh-oh. good
0: good that's what stuffing's Uh-oh. supposed Crumbly to do stuffing. i hear
1: <laughs> i need
2: to know about the moisture level in this the well, it can't be
0: that moist because it wasn't cooked in the ass of a bird. Oh. I mean, they get serving it next to ham. It wasn't even stuffed oh. in anything. No,
1: we're done.
2: The only way to cook stuffing is in the ass of a bird.
1: Yeah, so the stuffing <laughs> was really bad, okay. everybody. Okay. Don't okay. get the stuffing from the Flying J. I don't I don't even know how to describe that. I
3: Wait,
2: we should have had a rating scale.
1: It's like they got the spices messed up, I think, and oh. then it's just like... It's so dry. What
2: kind of spices are you tasting out of
1: curiosity? I don't know. I tasted something really bitter there for a second, and <laughs> I don't think stuffing's supposed to taste like that. No, so. that's the
0: citrus. That's that's an element.
1: Mm, it's layers it of flavor. <laughs> it's. it's layers <laughs> of flavor. Something.
2: It sounds like uh, let's,
1: something.
0: You sure you didn't just on. eat the styrofoam? They looked a little similar. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well let's move on to the ham because I don't know I just I'm not gonna go back and touch the stuff and I'll give it objectively
2: to my- are you a ham fan
1: so yes uh, uh I am a ham fan and that might be controversial but um <laughs> I really like ham over turkey and oh. I think I think turkey is too dry and is I'd rather eat my pork than my bird on on Thanksgiving so
0: are you one of those birds know. aren't real people?
1: Uh, yeah, birds Birds aren't real, folks. If you see them, it's, they're there controlled by the government. are birds aren't real but...
2: people?
0: Yeah, they're out mm. there. Well, you're talking to one right now. He's about to eat some ham.
2: Dang it, Caleb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's got the ham. Working through it. It's a little tough.
2: What's the chewiness okay. level? Yeah, level one to ten, mm-hmm. how it's, chewy? It's
1: pretty <laughs> damn chewy, but... Um, <laughs> damn chewy. I... One more bite, folks, and if you love these sounds, make sure you subscribe to my ASMR podcast. That's fake, but don't do that. You are the Um,
2: quietest chewer I have ever met in my entire life.
1: Totally okay with it. I am too. There you go. It's impressive,
2: honestly. A little. We heard a little smacking.
1: Mmm. Okay, so (laughs) ham. Uh, Mmm. So, I'm spoiled when it comes to ham because my grandma, my grandma, Barb, my other grandma, she makes like a $100 ham every Thanksgiving. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. This is fairly dry. The glaze, though, gives it some sweetness, which is nice.
0: You're officially the only person that's ever described themselves as spoiled when it comes to ham.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's some fattier parts of the ham. Um, each slice is not created equal, is what I will say on this ham. Um, but, yeah, it's not too bad. Overall, um, folks, if you... Plan to go to the Flying J and get your Thanksgiving meal there, which you might as well, um, because the potatoes are pretty good. The ham's not too shabby. Don't get the stuffing, though.
2: Hopefully, you all get a surprise green bean, because
1: that was honestly the highlight of the meal. Oh, my gosh. I'm going back for the potatoes, actually.
0: Okay. Well, Um, here's hoping that the spiral cut ham doesn't make your guts spiral out of control, Caleb. Thank you for being our guinea pig yet again when it comes to the truck stop test out series.
1: Oh, you're welcome. I anytime there's food involved, um, I'm happy to help out. But if I get the shits later tonight, I know who to find. Listen to
3: stories from the road. This is Unplugged. OTR on the Ten Four Network.
0: Welcome into Unplugged OTR. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Marcus, and I am your host. Uh, right off the top of the show here, quick reminder to jump on over to sayhi.chat slash OTR and leave us a message. We will definitely listen to them all, and it might even get played on the show. As always, joining me today, coming at you from Mooresville, Indiana. What's up, Maria?
2: Hi. I'm so happy to be here today, Marcus.
0: What's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
2: Ooh, corn pudding. Hands down. Corn no pudding. questions asked. Good Midwest favorite.
1: That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's I don't delicious. even know what that
0: is. It's, it's I okay. know it's
2: misleading by the name, but I promise it's well worth it. And the texture is not as the name allows.
0: Okay, well, I'm having to take a lot of people's words for a lot of things when it comes to food today. And I'm, I'm uneasy about it from the word go, just so I'm on the record with that as well. Also joining us today, we know I'm around here, is the Pickle Park Professor. Caleb, how you doing, dude? <laughs>
1: I'm doing pretty solid. Um, I just finished the mashed potatoes from the Flying J, and again, very good potatoes.
0: Mm. Really sticking to your ribs, huh?
1: hmm
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you hear me chewing? Mm. I want to hear you chewing about as much as I want to hear you showering. Uh, so this is just, the, yeah. I love the pattern that we're on here.
1: Um, I'm glad, um, and... You know, I don't really enjoy whatever corn pudding. What the heck is that even? But uh, that sounds terrible. I'm sure the stuffing that I had earlier is worse. But Flying J, if you're listening, please give us some cheesy potatoes next year. Because cheesy potatoes, best, best food at Thanksgiving. That's your favorite? No doubt. No doubt about it. Um, Marcus, what about you, ma'am?
0: I really am sorry because we didn't plan this before we went on, so I don't want to kind of double you up here, but I, my mom does what she calls twice-baked potatoes where she bakes the Ooh. potatoes like normal and then scoops them out of the skin and then throws that into a bowl with like sour cream and butter and cheese and chives Ooh. and bacon and then covers it with cheese and puts it in the oven and bakes it again. <gasps> so those are her what? twice-baked potatoes, and they are the thing of dreams. My I gosh. mean, I would eat my weight in those if given the chance every single Christmas and Thanksgiving cuz I get them twice a year. So that's it, it for sounds
2: me. Sounds like a food coma. Oh
0: yeah. It's it's I, the calorie count on it is just bonkers. I've never even tried to put it together because I feel like it's I mean You know, life's short. Life is short. Eat big. Calories
2: don't count when you're eating with friends and family, and they definitely don't count on holidays. Just eat your food.
0: Yes, and now we're going to get to a very special interview that has to do with, you guessed it, food. Joining us today on Unplugged OTR, she is a reefer driver who's been OTR for three years now. Please welcome to the program Tammy Ayler. Thanks for joining us, Tammy.
3: Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Where are you at today? Where's the road taking you?
3: I am in Boise at the moment, just outside of Boise, actually, heading to Ridgefield, Washington. Okay. I started out in South Carolina. so Oh, no, Denver. I started out in South Carolina last week. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> I,
0: I can totally understand. And, and you're, uh, you're venturing over here to the Great Pacific Northwest, which is actually where I am located. Uh, where's home for you, Tammy? Oh, nice.
3: Uh, Colorado, outside of uh, Colorado Springs.
0: So you're familiar with the mountain ranges and everything like that that we hear uh, can be so treacherous to drive on in the wintertime?
3: A little bit, yes. <laughs> I grew up in the Midwest, though. It was pretty flat.
2: <laughs> and that's where I'm from, Tammy.
1: <laughs> where in the Midwest?
3: Uh, uh, I grew up uh, just outside of Columbus, Ohio. So go Buckeyes, O-H. <laughs>
1: oh, gosh. Ooh, O-H. Marcus is an Oregon <laughs> fan, and I'm a an Nebraska uh, fan, so that's that's tough to hear.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And
2: sports is way out of my wheelhouse, Tammy, but you and Ohio would have been my neighbor. I'm in Indiana. I,
3: I, yes, I heard that when I was listening to the podcast. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the Midwest, we rock.
1: Yeah, we do. We do, do rock.
3: <laughs> so, Tammy,
2: what made you decide to become a truck driver?
3: Um, You know, it's something I always thought I would like, and then I became an empty nester, and I thought, well, you know... Uh, they're starting their lives, their families, their traditions, and they shouldn't have to occupy mom's time all the time. So, and I, my ex-husband and I did a very good job raising our daughters and they're pretty self-sufficient, so they didn't need me daily. And I thought, well, I'm going to go get my CDL and see what happens. (laughs) And I love it. So I fell in love with it.
2: That's awesome. What did you do before?
3: I was actually in accounting and business management and a lot of clerical stuff over the years, 20 years.
1: So. Wow, that that can get dry sometimes. I, I took a few accounting classes in college, and I was always a little bored during those. So we're talking about <laughs> Thanksgiving on this episode, because Thanksgiving is yes. tomorrow. Um, and I'm I'm just wondering, what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year?
3: Well, I, I usually run on the holidays, and this will be my third Thanksgiving out on the road. And I just decided that, uh, you know, it gets so going to the truck stops and eating their okay meals sometimes you know i just had thought to myself you know i can cook a thanksgiving dinner on my truck and then i decided that i can't eat for 12 people <laughs> i mean i could but i don't want to so <laughs> i'm just i decided wherever i land next to, wherever i land that i was going to and uh, start handing out dinners to the truckers around me that are in my same situation out on the road away from family that's and, so kind you know just,
0: some comfort comfort food yeah what an awesome idea i mean i can't imagine you know being a a truck driver that's pulling up to a truck stop kind of rolling your eyes about going in to get whatever they're offering for thanksgiving and here comes tammy across the parking lot with like a legit (laughs) home-cooked meal
3: Right. I mean there's some things like I'm not going to be able to bake the pies but you know the the bakeries at the stores do a pretty good job so I can't complain but the there's things there's things I can do. You know you have to improvise and what you can do on the truck but yeah for the most mm-hmm. part it's going to be pretty home cooked.
2: <laughs> so what all are you going to cook Tammy?
3: Uh, well, I, I, I've got a small ham, and then I will do a turkey breast because I just don't have the ability to do a full turkey. <laughs> and yeah. uh, just a normal, you know, us Midwesterners, green beaten casserole is a standard. Delicious. And, oh, yes. and sweet potatoes. Sweet Ooh. potatoes. And, and uh, I do a cornbread. I do a cornbread uh, cranberry apple stuffing. and uh, Oh, my God. You know, rolls that I won't bake myself, obviously, because that's just not possible <laughs> on the truck. But yeah, and uh, you know, a couple pies to choose that's from. That's incredible. And you know, all the little little sides, gravy, things like that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a day, it'll be a couple day process. But I have a refrigerator on my truck, and you know, I have usually have time in the evenings to dink around, and you know, I can make some things ahead of time, so it makes it helpful. That's all. They, you know, I had a big family, so making things ahead of time always made Thanksgiving Day a lot easier. All the holidays, really.
0: It kind of sounds like you enjoy your time in the kitchen. Is that what I'm getting?
3: I did. That's the only, you know, being over the road. That's, I miss my family, but I really miss the cooking for my family. That's, that's, I tell everybody, that's how I will love you to death with food because that's how I loved my family. Was, I made a lot of meals, did a lot of holidays. There were six of us, and then whoever came along, during those times so yeah I did a lot of cooking and I miss it
2: what's your favorite thing to cook Tammy
3: anything I you know I I have lived in a lot of places I've lived overseas and you know I kind of do a mix of everything and it just I don't really have one thing in particular I always had family and friends and friends of my kids that would ask for specific things that I made so you know I, I don't have really anything. So I love making homemade biscuits, but I can't make those on the truck. Well, Ooh, I could, but that's not for myself. <laughs> sounds good wow. to me. That's, that sounds myself. good. <laughs> yeah. That was usually my Sunday tradition. <laughs> yeah, Homemade biscuits and gravy.
1: I don't want to go past something you said, though. You said you lived overseas. Where did you live?
3: Italy. Italy. I lived in Italy for... Uh, two and a half years. A dream. My uh, my ex husband was in the service. Well, he was in the service, so we I went wherever he went. But no, it was beautiful. I loved it, and you know my two older daughters lived there uh, when they were little. So yeah, it's definitely an experience. I think I've always had a gypsy soul because I was happy to go anywhere and everywhere.
0: Did, <laughs> I love that. Did you pick up any uh, any culinary skills when you were over in Italy? I know that they're I pretty did. renowned. For that. I did. Ma- I
3: my I make a pretty I make a pretty mean sauce. You know, my my red sauce is pretty on point. So, some are my cream sauces, but, yeah. I did, I actually, actually, a funny story, but I actually, I had a Korean neighbor, and she taught me, I learned to korean food in italy more than i did the italian that's that's amazing
0: (laughs) so i live in eugene oregon uh we're right off i-5 here you could be at my house Mm -hmm. off i-5 in in five minutes and you can hook up all the korean food
3: hey i run down through there all the time i run down the i-5 corridor all the time because i haul the company i'm leased to runs out of vancouver and the i-5 is a lot of our customers
0: Okay. So. Well, like I said, you want to make a pit stop and offload some Korean food and some of your sauce, uh, I would gladly take it okay. off your hands.
3: Right. Well, there's that, there's that TA there in Coburg. That's the
0: yeah. truck stop. Oh, good old Coburg. That's the, the, yeah. the, the, the Eugene's stepchild. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just a geographical joke for you there.
3: Yes, okay. I'll remember that. I'm not from the area, but I'll have to remember that. <laughs>
0: you have any advice for OTR truck drivers uh, driving over the holidays, Tammy?
3: You know, I, I don't know if I have any good advice. I, it's hard. It's, it's, it's difficult. And if you're away from your family, it's – I know that, like, when I cook the dinner, I still – you know, you still want to go inside. If the food's not great, you do it for to be around other people, not on your truck. So my idea is that they'll take it with them, heat it in the microwave later if they want to go in and hang out. But try – I don't know, just – it's, I have no advice really. I, I mean, stay in contact with your family, of course, if you can't be with them, but right. other than that, you know.
1: I I think you just gave truckers actually good advice, even though you don't think you did, um, because you said that you're making your meal to really just be in community with people, and that if right. you're on the road during the, the holidays, like that's that's one thing, that's one piece of advice you can give truckers is to try to find somebody to be in community with, um, maybe share a meal with, or <laughs> even just FaceTime your family. I know it's not ideal, but um, it's it's still something.
3: Right, right. And I think that's part of it, too. I, I've always, you know, the meals I've had on the road, you know, you try to do it and talk and kind of make it as family, like you're around family as much as possible. But yeah. It's, it's still tough. It's just a tough time for sure. So what's your favorite
1: Thanksgiving food then, Tammy?
3: Oh, it's the, the turkey sandwich the, uh, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <The> after <laughs> Thanksgiving. Oh,
2: the everything turkey sandwich.
3: Yes, 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 oh. yes. A little bit of everything, flat between a really nice hearty piece of bread, and yeah, absolutely perfect. Do
0: you put the cranberries on your sandwich? I know some people are, are kind I of do. anti that, but I do it.
3: No, I do it. I put the dressing. I, yeah, I put it all.
1: <laughs> I've never had the day after Thanksgiving turkey sandwich before, so.
3: What? Uh,
1: I guess I've got to try oh. that.
3: <laughs> you're missing out. You're to- I mean, it's just, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a meal in itself, but it's, yeah, awesome. Man.
0: Toast a couple mm-hmm. pieces of bread, throw some turkey on there, hit it with the stuffing and the gravy. I mean, there's really no way to go wrong when you're eating Thanksgiving leftovers.
3: Correct correct you're right there really is it any way you want to eat them is the right way it's whatever you like i like that philosophy <laughs> okay if it, for pie for breakfast on the friday after thanksgiving is uh, that's a meal it's perfectly acceptable you know pie for a late night snack yeah <laughs> so it's all I've, gone. Yes,
1: I've done i've done pie for breakfast that's one thing that i actually have done so i can relate there but we've been mm-hmm. we've been talking about all these good good foods and good meals have you ever been to mm-hmm. a truck stop where just the food was horrendous or atrocious?
3: Well, pretty much the, the chain restaurants out here, it, they're not great. They're okay, you know. I don't know that I've actually been to one that's awful. Anything at Denny's or whatever, not to put them down is edible. It's just the same standard stuff, So yeah. I haven't actually had a horrible experience i'm always funny about it because you know you never know when you're eating on the road you don't want to be sick (laughs) that's the worst that's true (laughs) to be trying to make miles and be sick so you're kind of careful about well i am more careful about what i eat and not hitting some places that are a bit shady
0: tammy i'm amazed that you brought up denny's because the only time in my life it's only happened once that i've had to eat out for thanksgiving dinner uh, I was visiting my sister in New Orleans when she was at college, and I we thought Cheesecake Factory, one of these nice ones, was going to be open. I, nice, that's relative. No. But <laughs> yeah. Denny's, Denny's was the only place that was open, and I thought to myself, I'll get a hot turkey sandwich. Did not have one on the menu, mm-hmm. uh, but a good standby oh, wow. was the Moons over my hammy. Uh, pretty, pretty solid there. Uh, you get a little bit mm-hmm. of ham, you know, so some potatoes. It worked. Sure.
3: Yeah. The Thanksgiving dinner is a little bit lackluster. I've had Thanksgiving, of course, it was a Friday after Thanksgiving because I was running so hard I didn't get a chance to stop Thanksgiving Day. But, and I really, that's the one I really thought about was that, that day that I sat there and had my Thanksgiving dinner. It's not horrible, but, you know, it, nothing is like home-cooked. And, and it's something I think it has more to do with the, you know, the, the love or care that goes into the cooking that makes it more, you know, palatable maybe. Little
0: mm-hmm. bit of a little bit of TLC goes a long way when it comes to a home-cooked mm-hmm. meal. There's no question about that. You mentioned your family earlier in the interview, and I mm-hmm. just wanted to ask, because it is the season, uh, do you want to send mm-hmm. a message to your family and friends back home since you're not spending Thanksgiving with them this year?
3: Absolutely. Uh, first of all, the couple days before this airs is my grandson's fourth birthday, so I'm going to say happy birthday, Henry. I love you and miss you, buddy. And then my four daughters, Haley, Autumn, Keller, Sydney, I love you, I miss you, and my other two granddaughters, uh, uh, Brenna and Mosley, I love them and miss them and hope they have a good holiday. And then my three son-in-laws, fabulous son-in-laws, Corey, uh, Jimmy, and uh, Tyler, happy Thanksgiving, hope you enjoy your day, I miss you, I love you.
0: That's awesome. How could they not enjoy their day? They just got mentioned on a podcast. Who else gets that for Thanksgiving? (laughs) Right. Tammy, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for doing such a kind thing uh, for the truck driving community over Thanksgiving. I I just think that it's the coolest deal that you're going to pass out food. And uh, all the rest of you out there listening, if you're cruising around and you see a lady walking around with a big tray of food at the truck stop, you might want to go say hi.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it would be my pleasure. And I think I will enjoy it more than actually give the recipients, honestly. So.
0: Thank you so much for being here today, Tammy.
3: Thank you. You guys have a great holiday and uh, stay safe. Happy you too, Thanksgiving.
0: You Tammy. I wanted to chat with you guys a little bit about uh, like a trucker wish list. Like what are some things that we could have on the road in the cabs of our trucks that would make the drive easier, make it, make it more uh, or less lonely, I guess. Like there's a lot of these things that are really practical. There's a few of them. That are uh, really surprising and I'm going to lead off, uh, you know, they say in in journalism, don't bury the lead. I'm not going to bury the lead because Caleb's been talking about this item for, I don't know, weeks ever since he found it. And this is the Saucy Moto. Um, The Saucy Moto is uh, a sauce receptacle that you can plug into like or just clip onto an air vent, kind of like a cell phone holder. And then it's got a little spot that you could put your uh, your little sauce cup in for your nugget dipping or your fry dipping that's right. on the road. Yeah. Um yeah. necessary, do you have one in the camera yet?
1: I don't have one in on the camera yet, but it is on <laughs> yeah. it's on the Christmas list this year because I saw it on Shark Tank. That's where I actually first saw it. And you can just dip your nuggies. I don't like ketchup, but like nuggies. in the barbecue sauce, like that's that's legit. Like I mean, if I was a trucker and I didn't have maybe a tray or something to eat in my cab. I would need this because I'm not going to put the sauce down on the on the seat and risk spilling it.
2: I'll make sure Santa gets that for you.
1: I mean,
0: seeing as you're a person that doesn't like ketchup, I'm surprised you don't do all sorts of unsophisticated stuff like put your barbecue sauce on the dashboard. How do you (laughs) not like ketchup? This is something that we have to put a pin in and get back to another time. Mm, It's gross. Don't even talk to me. Now, I love this next one, too. Um, it's, it's a lockbox for your truck, but it's shaped like a dictionary. It actually says New English Dictionary right on the front mm. of it. And I, I'm just guessing nobody wants to steal a dictionary. Like, that's not fun. You'd be right. But if you opened a dictionary and it's got, like, a Rolex and a bunch of cash in it.
1: Hmm? mm well, I tell you what, maybe maybe an encyclopedia. Those are more interesting than a dictionary. So, It's very true. Oh, Caleb. Caleb, you struck <laughs> me as the guy that had the full
0: wall of encyclopedias when you were younger. Did you have those?
1: No, but if I have an office someday, like that would be the first thing I would get. Just a big bookshelf with all those encyclopedias.
2: You'd be a good encyclopedia salesman. Oh,
1: really? Ooh,
0: I think so. I think so because he's got that knowledge and he could just be like, did you know? And he could spit out this fact that's in the encyclopedia somewhere and then people would be like, this guy's legit.
1: I'm, I'm legit. I'm, <laughs> I'm legit, trust me.
0: <laughs> I wish my parents would have known when they spent thousands of dollars on that Encyclopedia Britannica collection for my sister and I that they should have spent that money on an Xbox because I spent so much more time on the Xbox than I did on the Encyclopedia Britannica.
2: A better investment, I see.
1: The internet exists now, so that helps.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Um, <laughs> you know, just some things that really make a lot of sense here on the trucker wish list that, that maybe you wouldn't think of. A, a really nice... Um, it's actually this company called Flint and Tinder. They make what is like a trucker jacket. Kind of remind you of a Carhartt, but it's a little bit more stylish. Um, it gets cold out there. Like it gets, You're outside at all hours of the night. You're doing your safety mm-hmm. inspections and everything. You want to be ready with a nice heavy jacket and... Uh, some four-season like, leather gloves. These are two things that I think you should buy every trucker in your life if they don't have them already.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I saw a Facebook post the other day that says, nothing wakes you up just like going outside and doing a pre-trip in 16-degree weather. And I'm sure those jackets and gloves would come in handy.
0: We also have on here a portable slow-cooking oven for truck drivers. And uh, the reason I brought this up is we've all heard of, of slow-cookers, obviously crock pots, whatever. But this particular one will actually work as like a food warmer as well so you don't have to get the food hot you're not trying to cook it like maybe you've already cooked the food and you're just having leftovers you can pop it in there while you're on the road let it warm up a little bit and then by the time you uh, pull over to take your break you've got warm food ingenious nice little square box it fits anywhere in your truck i thought this was an awesome thing to have on the list
2: that's one thing I can't live without. Like I'm a slow cooker gal. I would throw something in the crock pot and let it cook all day and have my meal ready to go. So to have that while you're driving, do you can it cook while you drive or is it something you do when you're
1: Yeah, farmers? you can do either one. It's it's just plugs in. Marcus yes. Maria Maria says you use a slow cooker a lot. And Marcus, I know you're a great cook. Do you have any slow cooker recipes that these truckers should be trying out?
0: Yes, my uh, my tailgate chili, also known as my thunder from down under chili that I made for almost 40 people last weekend, um, is a great recipe because it's literally a set it and forget it. If you can brown some meat, some, some burger or whatever type of meat you want to put in it, ground turkey, if you can get that cooked, um, all you got to do is throw everything else in the crock pot and then go to sleep for eight hours. And when you wake up, it's chili time.
1: Well, I'll need chili with cinnamon rolls. So if there's cinnamon rolls there, then I'm good to go.
2: Get out of here. There's yeah, you can,
0: can. The, you can leave and you can leave all the ketchup and take your cinnamon rolls. Um, <laughs> 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 Moving on to this one. Very practical. Um, and I love the fact that this can be used. It's the emergency urinal. Um, the, yes. it, it kind of looks what? like a little expandable bottle and it has a, a top on it that could be used by whatever anatomy it needed to be used by. I'll put it that way. And then it seals up so that you can, you know, put it away and empty it later when you're at the place where you empty those types of things.
2: Where do you empty those types of things?
1: Uh, out the window on I-5. No, uh, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> I The problem I have with those is, like, they're only designed for one, uh, how do I say this politely, girth, I guess is what I would say. So, like, what if oh. you're girthier? Like, is there is there a size up?
2: Wait, how is the, how is the girth mattering? Well... How are we? How are we peeing into this bottle contraption? Same so, way Caleb's
0: digging himself into this
1: rabbit hole. Yeah i i don't want to I don't want to describe it too <laughs> t- too poorly, but there's these little openings that this that you just pee into. Um, and yeah, they're larger than bottle openings, but they're not like the largest openings ever. And so, let's just design some more for those of us that are girthier, or I mean, those of us that also have zero girth, and that's not me, obviously, but.
2: Your
1: own girth.
0: <laughs> uh, a we're going to issue an HR apology to Maria because Caleb just put himself in both girth camps and now I'm confused. So. <laughs> <laughs> girth camps? <laughs> I can't breathe. Uh, just a couple more here. One of these things that would be absolutely necessary to me, um, I'm going to pull uh, actually a page out of Caleb's book here and give you a little stat. The NHTSA. Uh, says that at least 40% of trucking accidents are caused by driver fatigue. And the next thing here on my list is a blackout mask. Um, It's a a mask that you put on over your eyes that is guaranteed to block out 100% of light. So you could sleep literally whenever you needed to. And I know a lot of these sleepers are pretty well contained and they stay nice and dark in there. But sometimes for me, you guys, if I fall asleep and there's like a a curtain is just cracked like in a hotel room and you get that beam of light, I will stay up all night and just be angry about that. So these blackout (laughs) masks uh, would be a great thing to have in the cab.
1: Yeah, for sure. I get that.
2: I need one. I need one for
0: naps. That's what I'm kind of talking about is on the go naps is what I'm thinking. Like wherever you can just rest your head for a second, this thing would be perfect for and and another really practical thing here that I don't think I could live without mine is an Audible membership. These hours on the road are so intense. Like, when was the last time, Maria? I'll just ask you this: When was the last time you listened to something nonstop for eight hours?
2: Um, I can't remember exactly. Maybe never. And <laughs>
0: what's nice about an Audible membership is you could get a book. I mean, I, I'm you know I'm a big fan of a, of an author named Brad Thor. He has a series of like twenty one like spy novels and. They're about eight to 10 hours a piece and sitting down and listen to that. I can do that. I, I could go on an eight hour road trip and listen to a book cover to cover. So I think an audible membership at, you know,
1: 10, 15 bucks a month is a great deal. Not sponsored, but you can also find this podcast on audible <laughs> if you aren't listening to it on audible. So just a plug there.
0: There you go. And audible, if you'd like to sponsor us, say hi.chat slash OTR. Leave us, us a <laughs> voice yes, We'll please. get back to you. Yes, <laughs> Well, that about wraps it up as far as the trucker wish list. Is there anything that I left off that maybe you guys wanted to add?
2: No, but I would like the link to this list because it's all going on my Christmas list that I'm sending to Santa.
1: Yeah, Maria, I have really nothing else to add. Yeah, make those portable urinals uh, user friendly and girthier, girthier for yeah <laughs> some people.
0: This is your hill to die on today. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, that. And I hate ketchup.
2: <laughs> what a hill. Oh. <laughs>
0: Our audio ninja Mike is not on a microphone right now, Caleb, but he is losing his mind on camera. So I hope you understand that we're going to have to have a chat about this ketchup thing later. Let's get to an interview. Joining us today on Unplugged OTR, he's been a driver for H&M for five years and has a little co-pilot named Harley that is his dog. Please welcome to the show, Joe Barganetti. Joe, thanks so much for being here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Of course. We were just talking about a a trucker wish list because uh, we're giving thanks for truckers today on the program. And I I had a few gifts here that uh, I don't know. I I can't think that these lists of gifts that you should get for truckers are actually made by truckers. I feel like they're made by people who think they know what truckers want. (laughs) But I wanted to run a couple of these by you because, uh, you know, you're a truck driver and you'll be able to tell me if this is a good gift. Would it be a good gift for you? If I got you a T-shirt that says truckers see more assholes than proctologists do.
4: <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny in the um, in some sort, but I don't think the female truckers would like it too much. Probably not.
2: You might be right there, Joe. You might be right.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: I also saw some, some really funny bumper stickers, uh, one of which I think goes perfect on the back of, of an 18-wheeler. It says, uh, learning to drive a stick. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well, that's, that's become the opposite now because most drivers have automatics.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's uh, We're changing with the times here. We're going to have to have a new bumper sticker. Uh, and another one I found actually says, sorry for driving so close in front of you,
4: which I absolutely <laughs> love. That's I love that. That's really good. Anti-tailgating. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. I'll tell you a really good bumper sticker. It's uh, If you don't like trucks, then quit buying shit and problem will be solved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that one on facebook before that is a funny one
0: yeah <laughs> finally the last one which i think was invented by a genius and he should be enshrined someplace high on a mountain uh is the saucy moto, um which caleb's really psyched on this it's basically a, a clip <laughs> That you can stick into your uh, your air vents, and it just is a receptacle to hold whatever dipping sauce you have while you're eating on the road.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's <sounds> pretty cool. <laughs> as long as you don't turn the air conditioner on and blow it all over you, you're fine. <laughs> Didn't think about that, True. Joe. Good thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, i love yeah. it so uh
0: you know tell me what's a gift item that you use frequently that other drivers should have and I, sh- I should say a gift or an item uh that you've got in your truck that's really helped
4: you along the way well um the headset the pneumatic headset is really good because it, it it's just it's on one ear and it's it's um very comfortable and and you really need it a lot you know because uh, talking to other drivers helps the day go by really fast. Yeah, or other sure people, it does. It does. Oh, uh, if you're going to give a drivers t-shirts, even make sure they got a pocket in the front of them so they can put a pin there. You're going to
2: put in your pocket, Joe, a pin. Oh,
4: you going to put you're going to put a pin in your pocket. You're going to put a little notebook that's going to have your your route number on it so you can have that number and pull it out when you're getting fuel and stuff instead of having to jump back under the truck and find your number
1: <laughs> that's smart oh, yeah. Yeah. Got
0: it. look at that that's of other... experience at
4: work right there
1: any other items that you you just can't live without um when you're on the road
4: that's about that's about it
2: maybe your puppy
4: oh yeah well my dog has got to be with me <laughs> i've had him since he was born so yeah i couldn't oh. live without my dog my dog is me yeah, he's my best buddy. Yeah, tell us about your dog. Paulie's a German Schnauzer. Yeah, oh. he thinks he's a Rottweiler sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> he he loves everybody. Everybody at H&M knows him. He he runs amok in there. When um, he was born, I ended up in the hospital with uh, some some stuff that happened to me, and everybody at H&M took him home to take care of him because he was just a puppy. And um no way. So he knows. Yeah, that's how great the company is. So I was sick for over a month and and everybody in there took turns taking care of him for me. So, I mean, how could you have a better company than that? That's just awesome. And he still remembers everybody when he goes in there and everybody yells his name. So he runs back and forth to everybody. (laughs) It's quite a show. (laughs)
1: I'm sure he gets lots of treats.
4: Yeah, I don't He don't even have to feed him when he comes home or gets back in the <laughs> truck. He's full. <laughs> Has
0: he ever gotten That's you great. into any kind of shenanigans uh, when you're out on the road or, or done anything that, uh, that made you laugh or kind of blew
4: your mind when you had him out there? Well, I shouldn't say it, but he likes to get in my lap. And he's not very big. He's only 19 pounds. And he sits up like a person. He sits on his butt. And he'll sit up against my left arm, and he'll put one, his front paw on the left on the door, and he'll put his other paw on his steering wheel and try to pretend that he's doing what I'm doing. That's the cutest thing I've ever. And then heard. when a trucker comes by me on the left side, I'll sit back so they can't see my head, and he'll look at him out the window, <laughs> and the C V just goes crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great.
4: Yeah. Oh, he's
2: a good driver.
4: Yeah, that's what I tell him. He's a good driver. He loves that. <laughs>
1: Well, Joe, we're talking about Thanksgiving, like Marcus alluded to earlier, and so I just wanted to ask you, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food?
4: Well, of course, turkey is and and the and the uh, stuffing, but I haven't had a Thanksgiving. Oh, probably every bit of five years. I haven't had Thanksgiving with anybody in five years. I, I'm always on the road, and I'm single. I live by myself. With no, I live with Harley, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and and so I just. I just don't have anybody to spend Thanksgiving with, so I'm by myself.
2: Well, you can spend Thanksgiving with us, Joe. I'll cook for you.
4: Oh, that'd be be wonderful. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) You got to let Harley come, too, now. Oh, Oh, Harley is always welcome. Harley's invited for sure.
2: Yes. We'll make Harley a plate.
4: Yeah, we went to Walmart this morning, and uh, everybody in Walmart here where I live knows Harley, and they all say hi to him, and, Harley waves. He, he waves <laughs> high and bye, and, and they all wave to him. And he waves back, and they don't give me a hard time about him riding. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know where he learned it, but he did. He's really good. That's great. Yeah. He's awesome dog.
0: Since you're going to come to uh, Maria's place for Thanksgiving, and she's going to cook for you, <laughs> Yeah, Um, Maria, I have this sneaking suspicion, and don't ask me why, that maybe something's going to be on your table that a Pacific Northwest boy like myself has never seen before. What is it?
2: Um, Have you ever heard of corn pudding, Joe?
4: (sighs) Yes. Do you like corn pudding? You have. Oh my goodness, it's delicious.
2: Oh, it's my favorite piece of Thanksgiving. See, I'm not a turkey gal. I'm a corn pudding gal, and I could eat it all day long
4: awesome so good so do you make it so
2: good i do make it i um i make it for my family and i'm not gonna lie to you i don't leave it for just thanksgiving i make it all year round
0: (laughs) oh
4: that's awesome that's
0: fantastic can somebody kindly explain what the hell corn pudding is to me because i (laughs) mm.
2: (laughs) oh joe do you want to explain or should i take this one
4: I can explain that it's very good. I know that. I don't know how it's made because I can't cook a lick.
2: (laughs) It is so good. It's got um, sour cream, cream of corn, whole kernel corn, and it's got – oh, what am I trying to think of? Pudding? Cornbread.
0: Oh. It's got cornbread Cornbread, mix in it,
2: like Jiffy cornbread mix. Oh, my goodness. And so you mix it all together. You bake it. Oh, it's so good. It's it's, uh, really moist, and it's kind of sweet. Um, and it's oh. just yeah. got the coolest, unique texture. It's yes. the best part of Thanksgiving all day long. I've
1: got to try
4: this. Yes, it is. It's, it is fantastic. Once you taste it, you'll never forget it. It's really good.
1: Absolutely. Well, Maria's from Indiana, Joe, and she has corn pudding there. I'm from Nebraska, and I've never had corn pudding. Where are you from?
4: Well, I was originally born and raised in Houston, Texas, but I also lived in Florida and Virginia. So I More. worked in D.C. for a long time. Okay. When I wasn't driving a truck.
2: I think corn pudding is a South thing too.
4: Yes, it's a South thing. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. W-
1: what did you do when you were in D.C.?
4: I owned a floor business called National Floors, and we did all the embassies and the consulates. We put floors in them. We took out the old, and put it in the new. That's
2: so unique.
4: Yeah. So what brought yeah.
1: what brought you to trucking?
4: Well, I had a truck then, too, because I had 42 employees, and I used to go down to Georgia and pick up the materials and bring them back It was cheaper than paying for them to have them shipped. So I had an old old R model Mac, and I'd rent a trailer from Ryder and go down and get the material and bring it back with temporary permits for all the states, and it paid off. I mean, saved me a lot of money. And then, of course, when I left doing that, I went into hauling U.S. mail when I quit doing floors. Because I had a little boy come along and got married, so I needed to be home more. Instead of traveling to all of these places in D.C., I'd stay gone for for a while. I mean, I do I did a couple of hotels in Crystal City, and and you got to stay there with all the people. So being home away from home all the time, I lived in Fredericksburg at the time. It's just um was just not good for raising a family.
0: So. You sound like you'd be a good a uh, good postman, though. I mean, there's some people that work at the post office around where I live who I swear to God would push me into a mud puddle if they had the chance. And I just feel like <laughs> you're very friendly. And uh, and did you enjoy that part of your career? Well, it was very
4: repetitious. And, and there was a lot of uh, I hauled a lot of presidential mail out of uh, a place called CCA up in the mountains. Um, Communication Corps of America. And they did a lot of the presidential seals and stuff like that, you know, and I would take it to a bulk mailing facility and then they would take the trailer from me and take it somewhere. But um, you kind of get, it wasn't a lot of fun. It really wasn't get searched two or three times a day and, you know, because it's sensitive mail. I did it for a while. I mean, I had to, I support my family, but it's not something I would recommend to somebody unless they had to be home, you know, every day.
2: So, do you mm-hmm. just have a son, Joe?
4: Yes, I have a son, and he's done growing up now, and he's a rock and roller. He's doing good.
2: Oh, that's, oh, that's fun! So, awesome. does he have his own band?
4: Oh yeah, he's he, he's pretty famous. If you go in, um, oh. if you go on Hot Topics and you see the the, the pictures of the um, musicians on the walls and stuff, he's one of them.
2: What's his band called? He's
4: a bass player for. It, he played for um, This Kingdom Falls for five six years and now he is inhumane wow
2: oh yeah that's, that's really unique
4: are you a metalhead yeah, I, yourself joe oh no, no no i'm i'm james taylor cat stevens and, you know okay. linda ronstadt stuff like that i've i'm uh, more acoustic
2: i love linda ronstadt
4: me too i'm more acoustic uh, and that's what i taught him but then he ended up going into rock and roll but i mean i guess when i was young i liked rock and roll too so
2: are you a musician mm-hmm. as well joe
4: Oh yeah, yes, yeah. I played all my life.
2: Do you, do you play just acoustic or do you play electric?
4: No, I play acoustic. I can play electric, but I, re- I prefer acoustic.
1: Do you get to play when you're on the road, or is that just when you get? Yeah,
4: home? I've got a little. I've got a little guitar that they manufacture now. Um, they're uh-huh. for they're for truckers actually, or for people who travel. And it's um, huh. still got the same size neck, but it's got a small body, and the sound is really good out of them. And I can take that in the truck with me. You know, and I would sit on the sit on the bed and and play music. So oh, I bet be you Harley loves, loves that. <laughs> uh, Harley, uh, yeah, Harley loves to hear the guitar. He loves it. He just he, he really likes it a lot. That's great. So you
1: you said you uh, had a flooring business. You worked at the postal office. But what brought you to H and M?
4: Well, I was re- retired in Florida, and um, the person that I lived with was into things that i didn't like very much so i i got away from her for some reason i can't remember how it was i ended up knowing randy muir and randy called me and said joe you want to come to work for me driving a truck because i really need drivers because i'm getting bigger and this was five years ago when randy was still running everything he was here yeah and uh he said come on up and i'll take good care of you and, you can stay here for another year while I'm getting bigger and then you can retire again. And I said, sounds good to me. You know, I didn't really have any (laughs) thing going on at that time because I had broken up with that person and was just deciding where I was going to go was living in a hotel. And, um, but I just, yeah, packed up all my stuff, put it all in a U-Haul and went and put it in storage and headed to Omaha. And I've been here for five years. I love the company. You can't beat them. You can't beat a company like this in the in the trucking business. They treat you like an owner operator. They um they're very sensitive to everything you do. Um I mean, there's bad and good with trucking. Sometimes things don't happen exactly right and then it's out of their control. But it's not bad. They do their best to help you. And they take very good yeah. care of their drivers. They really do. And they respect the drivers get are great. And as long as you do good to them, they're gonna definitely do more than good to you. And you can't beat a company like that.
2: No, we need more of that, Joe. I think we need a lot more of that.
4: Oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but a lot of these companies are just the drivers are just numbers. I hear nightmares from these other drivers. You know, they're always on the edge. They're they get ten hours of, of downtime and they've got to go again right away, right away, right away. They don't get paid anything. You know, and the, yeah. of course the young people who we need to take start taking over this company. These these um this job they don't stay long because of you know uh, all of the crap that they got to take for sure that's not what trucking's about
0: as a driver Joe what is the most important thing about a company that you're working for to you personally
4: well it's respect it's respect of a person as a person this company here as H;M they don't train drivers if you come to work here at HM trucking, in Omaha Nebraska, they expect you to know what you're doing when you come here and they're going to respect you at the fact that you do know what you're doing and they're going to treat you that way. Now, there's a couple of things you might know, not know about their computers and about the way they do certain things, but they were glad to tell you more than once, more than twice, more than three times they're going to tell you until you get it. And they're very, you know, they're very lenient as far as that goes. There's a few things they they don't tolerate and they're going to tell you they don't tolerate it and it's so small and so minute and it just makes sense and it makes a good driver out of you that i don't see how you could not want to do them
0: well respect is very important if caleb doesn't yeah. stop shooting his mouth off to me i'm going to reach through the computer and <laughs> swat him one i'll tell you
4: And <laughs> <laughs> young bucks got things to say don't they
0: yeah they always do it's just chatter 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 all the time and it's just my day though you know i've learned to live with it it's like you said they'll tell you two or three times until you get it and it's like okay caleb i've
1: got it Okay. You're spreading lies. You're spreading lies here, Marcus.
4: <laughs> well, it's easy to jump on somebody with a name like Caleb, you know.
1: Oh! <laughs> Joe's throwing shots at me now. Oh, my Joe, you're welcome on the
0: podcast anytime, buddy. You just call Absolutely. me and we get you right back on, okay? Yes, sir.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: okay, Joe.
2: I've got a fun question for you, Joe.
4: Okay. Okay. I'm listening. Are
2: you ready? Sure. Do you have any crazy or fun stories for us from your time OTR? We always ask. We love the answers. We want to hear from you.
4: I don't really think I have any. I mean, I think I saw a, a J.B. Hunt driver one day. He was up at the top of the mountain. It was sort of a foggy day, and he was backing up on their shoulder. Emergency flashers on. I put I put a call out to him on the CV. I said, driver, what are you doing backing up on their shoulder? He's he said, Well, my dispatcher told me when I run into some fog to back out of it.
2: That's some strange <laughs> advice. Wow. Never so heard I guess that the one.
0: moral of the story here is don't take driving advice from a dispatcher. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least a J.B.
1: Hunt dispatcher.
4: That's right. <laughs> it really didn't mean from the back he meant for him to slow down
0: so. <laughs> he took it very
4: literally i love it yeah
0: no i just i mean we're trying to learn the uh learn the lingo and back out of it like i i don't know that even if, with all the research i've done and trying to learn as much as i possibly can about truck driving I might've done the same thing. Like, did he just tell me to back up? All right. I guess I'm backing up. Like back out of it. I don't know. <laughs>
2: You'd have been calling Marcus on the CB radio. Next,
1: next thing that happens, you're falling down the side of a mountain or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not,
4: not good news. Yeah, yeah, Not good news. Falling down the side of a mountain is not good. <laughs> and <laughs> not and if you and if you're, and if you've got somebody that's riding with you like a, team Driver, you need to wake them up to let them know what's going on. Hey, yeah. I just want to wake you up, let you see this. <laughs>
1: just just want to let you know we're going to fall down the mountain here in just yeah. a few seconds. So wake we're up. Going so down
4: the mountain. I want you to scream with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that mattress
0: doesn't have a seat belt, so hang on. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> yeah. Put that pillow uh. between your legs and do like the airline stewardess says. <laughs>
0: Uh, Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Unplugged OTR. Um, anything you want to say? This is a Thanksgiving episode, so uh, do you have anything that you want to give thanks for before we let you go?
4: Well, I want to give thanks for, for my health, and I want to give thanks for all the wonderful things that that exist in this world, not the bad things, all the good things. And I want everybody to be blessed. I That's Spoken right.
0: very well. I love that. What What a great way to exit the interview, huh?
1: Yeah. We hope you're blessed this Thanksgiving too, Joe.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Ugh, Joe is just Texas charm wrapped up in a big rig. What a great guy. Who's next, Maria?
2: Today joining us on the podcast is Eve Essery, HR manager at H&M and also recruiting director, and we are so thankful to have her today. Hi, Eve. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. We still have a question for you, and I think I have to ask you, because James just keeps dancing around the subject, we have to know, does James pee in the shower? I have no idea I don't know what
5: he does in the shower, and I'm glad that I don't know what he does in the shower. I mean, we could We could text his wife and find out if that's oh, that's true, okay.
0: You know, See, this is why we do this, is to try to get into the inner circle and yeah. really get the juicy info that we need. I mean, yeah. this is required for the podcast listeners now because it's like the third episode we've talked about it. We still haven't
1: got a straight answer out of the guy. We need a press release. We need a press release from H&M talking about James' press release? habits in the shower. You know
5: what you actually need is James on the podcast to answer for <gasps> himself if he pees in the shower, in fact, or now, not. And I think that's that... A thought.
1: Well, he called in last week actually and he kind of danced around the question so I'm hope Okay. I'm hoping that we get a straight answer from him whenever we get him on as a guest. Right.
0: Yes. Has he thought about a career in politics? Because, I mean, he just he gave us like this, this refined couple minute long answer that was miles away from the question that we asked. It was like, well, do I pee in the shower? Let's send Caleb to a truck stop to take a shower. That didn't even come close. He just missed us
1: with
2: Welcome it. to my world. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't know if he pees in the shower. I was hoping you didn't have an answer.
1: Yeah. Well, what's going on then at H&M today?
5: Oh my gosh. So many things are happening at H&M. Um, so of course, recruiting, like getting the drivers in the door. That's that's what we're doing right now. Um, so it's really exciting. We're expecting some new trucks in, in the first of the year. So we're kind of gearing up, getting ready for that. Um, so I'm really excited about that.
1: What types of trucks? Of all those. Yeah.
5: All the colors? All of the colors were the Skittle fleet, you know. Heck yeah. <laughs> oh, of
1: course.
5: <laughs> so yeah, all of the colors, and so we're really excited about it. Finally, getting some new trucks in. Going to get rid of some of the older ones um, that have been on the road uh, for a little too long uh, because we couldn't get trucks for a little while. We're kind of weeding those out and get some new ones in, and so we're really, really happy about that.
2: I bet the drivers are really happy about that too. <laughs> oh, for sure.
5: Yes. There's already been requests of, you know, this color, that color, and I want this or that. So um, there's there's definitely some popular colors, and uh, we're hoping we get some of those.
0: And what are some of the most popular colors?
5: So there's a blue that's like kind of an electric blue. Super popular. Everybody okay. likes the blue. Um, also, black. It's one of the popular colors. Everybody
0: likes the black trucks. They look really sleek and good. So
2: That would be what I would choose, too black all the way
0: there's something about something about black with chrome accents it just it looks right it was like it was created chrome was created to go next to black
5: it's so clean uh, right <laughs> absolutely
0: any colors that the truckers don't want real quick like the ones that are just absolutely it's a hard no every time
5: you know not really as long as the equipment's in good shape and well taken care of and maintained well Honestly, the color is just icing on the cake. Right. But the cake is really what we want to know about. So as long as the equipment is in good condition and and running well, um, usually we don't hear too much about the color. There's everybody always has an opinion, of course, but there are the ones that are more desirable, but none that I think everybody's like, no, I'm not taking that truck. Like it's a nice new, good running truck. So that's always the selling point.
1: If I was driving for H and M, I think I would need like a hot pink truck. You know, it'd be it'd be this beautiful truck going down the road,
2: rolling in his hot pink truck to the next hot shower.
1: After knowing you, I just
0: you don't you strike me as more of a pastel pink guy. You're you're I mean you yeah you know something that's a little bit more understated that you could you could show up at mom's house and she would be like that is just a really nice looking truck, Caleb.
5: Easter colors.
0: She would say that.
5: I would have thought he would have went with the white
1: because it's kind of vanilla. Oh. No. Oh, well, what are you trying why, to say, Eve? I, Tell him how you I feel. I do like white, but thank you for calling me vanilla. <laughs> thank you so much. And talking about uh, my mom and showing up my mom being like, oh, that's a very nice color. Eve, you are a mom to a couple kids at least. How many kids are you feeding on Thanksgiving this year? Oh,
5: um, well... So we have eight kids ourselves, and then we add some boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff in there. So we have about 25 people coming to our house for Thanksgiving. Wow. Whoa. Ooh. That's a lot of That mouths. is a lot. Yeah. Is. Are you doing
1: all the cooking?
5: Absolutely. Yep. That's a lot of pie.
1: That is a lot of pie.
5: Oh, wow. I love pie. What kind of pie, Eve? All of it. So we do pumpkin, we do apple, uh, pecan, chocolate,
1: coconut. My gosh. Yeah. I need I need to be at Eve's and- house on Thanksgiving. All those pie <laughs> choices. <laughs>
5: over yeah, i was gonna we'll say no you add one more just mix it in the bunch we won't even know
0: i learned a little bit about celestial navigation on our uh on our veterans day podcast so if you don't mind kicking me down like how many degrees off the sun is when you look outside at 4 p.m i might be able to find
1: it stop by for a leg yes shout out to ron
5: i wish i could tell you that too but i, I listened to that podcast and was super impressed that he could
1: <laughs> have you ever had one of those pumpkin pies from Costco that are like five dollars, where they're like the size of a football field? It is—it's insane how big those things are.
5: I don't know. Ever buying a pumpkin pie seems a little sacrilegious to me.
1: Like, yeah, that's what I took you, you know, for, Eve. I'm—I okay. I'm
5: the mom making it from scratch. Yeah. So I no, I can't say that I've ever had one of those that have been bought. Them. Sorry, Caleb.
0: So. I did uh, I did something funny one time on an old radio show. We had one of our stunt guys eat a pumpkin pie one ingredient at a time and uh, <laughs> what?
3: That's so interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. It was uh, that that pumpkin stuff doesn't taste very good coming straight out of the can. You gotta no. add sugar to Mm-mm. it.
1: Not at all.
5: right. Also did he eat the spices separately? because oh. I feel like like a mouthful of brown cloves is not going
1: to be mm. good. <laughs> So
0: we didn't get all the spices, Eve, but I love where your mind is because that's exactly where mine went. There's got to be something. So we just made him do a cinnamon challenge after he ate all the the ingredients one at a time. Then uh, one tablespoon of cinnamon to just go ahead and sap all the moisture and... Uh, yeah, it was a great day for us. He didn't have such a great day, but...
1: Yeah, well, tune in to next year's Thanksgiving episode where we make Marcus eat every ingredient from a pumpkin pie because I'm I'm looking forward to that.
0: So James only has to tell you if he pees in the shower, but I have to eat <laughs> a pumpkin pie one ingredient at a time. I feel like I'm getting a raw deal here.
5: Caleb went and took a truck stop shower.
1: I, I did mean, go to a truck I stop shower. I feel
5: like he took one for the team. This may be
1: you. It was a very nice truck stop shower, though, in my defense, so... <laughs>
2: and If I'm correct, your husband has been a trucker before? He's currently a
1: trucker.
5: So my husband currently actually drives for H&M as well.
2: Does he drive OTR then?
5: No, actually he is an Omaha shag driver. So he just delivers locally. So the -the over-the-road guys will come in and either drop the load and he'll go deliver it or um, he'll go and get the trailer loaded and then they will come in and pick it up and take it where it
2: needs to go. So That's awesome.
0: I love that that term that he's a he, – you said he's a shag driver? Yeah, yeah. Because that's – the only other time I've heard that term is in baseball when you're basically shagging yes. fly balls. You're just standing out in the outfield just throwing the balls back in, and I love that because it's kind of like – I don't want to make it sound insignificant. It's obviously a very significant role, but that's what he's doing. He's just shagging loads. He's just bringing them to and from. Right. I, I learn something every day on this podcast.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's it's great for us because it enables him to be home um, at night and, and not do over the road. He did over the road for years. But um, as I said, we have eight kids. So um, time to <laughs> be home a little bit
2: um, and help out, right?
5: Or pull his weight. So, uh, so he's home.
2: So with him being OTR, did that ever affect you during the holidays? Did that ever keep him away? You guys had to celebrate on a different day.
5: Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, there were a lot of times, so especially there are some companies that will offer extra bonuses and things if they stay out over the holidays. So he would stay out and then we would just do a Thanksgiving either before or after, um, depending on what worked for scheduling, uh, just because there's that extra bonus. H&M also does that. So if a driver stays out over Thanksgiving, um, they get a holiday bonus for that. Um, so oh. sometimes that money comes in really handy.
0: That's really nice. That's cool. Really, uh, I was going to ask you coming up uh, after you answered that last question, how H and M supports its drivers during the holiday season. That's obviously one way. Mm -hmm. What else?
5: So we also allow drivers to go home and take home time whenever they need to for the holidays, depending on when they're celebrating and when their families are getting together. So they can take that home time to be home with their families when they need it. So our dispatchers are really good about getting the drivers home on time to celebrate with their families because that's important.
1: Yeah, that's really nice that H&M does that for those drivers that are on the road um, for maybe their companies don't allow them to go home during this season. Do you have any advice for those lonely drivers?
3: Call us at H&M Trucking. Yeah, she's a company woman. I love it. A subtle plug (laughs) there,
1: yes.
0: I think it's a good point, though, that uh, you know if it's not if it's not working out for you, you want to be working for a company that that uh, values those things like home time with your family. And on the same token, you might want to be working for a company that. Uh, gives you what you want when you say, look, I'm sick of my family. I was with them all July. Like, can you keep me out on the road until next January? I'd be happy with it.
5: (laughs) For sure. For sure. I think that every driver is unique and their situation is individual. So whatever works for them, that's what we try to do. Um, it's not a cookie cutter, kind of position right everybody has their own situations and so we need to make sure that we're supporting them in whatever that is
0: any thanks that you want to give like anybody that uh, you think has earned some thanks this year or maybe some family members or anything like that that you want to uh, be thankful for while we have you
5: sure well I am I'm truly thankful for h;m I think that um, as a company they obviously my husband and I both work for them so um, our livelihood is H;m. Right. So I'm very thankful for them. I'm very thankful for James Fonda. And I'm thankful for the culture and the environment that he's created at H&M. Also for the drivers, because without them, I wouldn't have a job. They are what supports us um, every day. So because they're out there working and driving, they allow me to do what I love to do. um, And that's do HR and recruiting at H&M. So I'm truly appreciative of all of that.
0: That was very well said. And, Eve, I have to tell you, uh, Caleb and Maria have just absolutely doted about you ever since I took this job and we started the podcast. And it's a pleasure to finally have you in here and understand exactly why they like talking to you so much. Uh, You did a great job, and we can't wait to talk to you again here on Unplugged OTR. Thank you so much for joining us.
5: Yeah, it was nice meeting you, too.
3: Thanks for listening to Unplugged OTR. Remember to tell us your stories at sayhi.chad forward slash O-T-R. Again, that's sayhi.chad forward slash O-T-R. Or find us on the 104 Network social media channels. If you want to hear more about driving jobs at H&M, find them at hmtrucking.com or on Facebook. Tune in next time and keep the shiny side up, drivers.